I think uh, we both can agree that one of the most important parts of a relationship is honesty. Yes. And we, uh, <laughs> as we have grown as a pair, have uh, made an effort really to be more and more honest with each other in every possible way. And that includes, you know, even when we know we might hurt the other person's feeling to some degree, honesty is better than a white lie. I agree. That's what we've decided. Yes. So we've gone with that. So the other day you told me that in the morning, my breath smells like poo. <laughs> and I know that people will say, man, your breath smells like shit. <laughs> but you said my breath actually smelled like poo. It reminded you of Rick's litter box. Yeah, it was nasty. And I appreciated that. And, you know, I've made an effort. It's given me an excuse to say, you know what? you got to buckle down. you got to take the extra minute and floss when you're done brushing your teeth. And I think that truly was your issue because you, I watch you floss or I watch you brush. You brush twice a day. Sure. Every day. You never skip it. So I think it was the flossing it must that must have been the flossing. Yes. Said, oh, no, no. Yeah. I, was, I was not trying to retaliate. But I mentioned to you, we were waking up in the morning and I got a little close to you and I said good morning and I said I gotta tell you something your armpits stink <laughs> yeah, you got stinky exactly pits you, said. you got real body odor going on and that's not like you at all usually you smell fruity in some yeah. way or like coconuts that sort of thing because you got you know 16 different bottles of lotions and potions or whatever it is you're getting there <laughs> I and try said, to never be stinky you said do I smell I said if I'm being honest with you you do I I gotta turn back over you smell terrible yeah. and you said well I think I know what it is what is it that you bought organic is this like hemp Deodorant? It's not hemp, but I bought an organic, natural deodorant. It's considered a natural deodorant. It's it's supposed to be better for you. What's it made from? Leaves and bricks and no, stones? No, there's essential oils in it, and it's supposed to be better oh, for you. Well, they didn't have the most essential of the oils because you they, stunk. They just say that sometimes the deodorant can be really bad for you. It can cause all kinds of health issues. That's fine. So I thought I would try something new. And let me tell you, this deodorant that I bought, you would not be happy to know, was $13. Ugh. For a thing of deodorant, and it smells good when you smell it from the stick, but the first time I wore it, I did notice that I, there was something, it smelled like leaves or grass That's or something. That's what I'm saying. Something very, it was earthy and natural, but it doesn't smell like that in the stick. So I thought I'd continue to give it, to try, uh, give it a try, and the night before you told me I stunk, <laughs> I took a shower, and I put it on when I got out from the shower, and when I woke up in the morning, I never have B.O. No. I, not only did I have B.O., but I smelled like moldy moss and leaves in grass. I don't know what was happening or well, yeah, why. The kind of people that buy organics on the regular are these granola hippie kind of people. <laughs> Let's be honest. They're the people that are really into these things. Well, and they probably figure at the uh, the essential oil company, these people stink anyway, so they're not looking for a heavy duty <laughs> deodorant. You know, They're not looking for that degree of protection. I think the natural deodorant is something that's becoming more popular as people are realizing some of the chemicals in, in well, the deodorant. Well, that's bad news for society because I'd rather have tumors in my armpit than smell like <laughs> Ass, okay? No, you wouldn't. No, you would not. No, I think I would. Is- it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Well, I just bought this at Target. This wasn't, I didn't go to some health food store to get it. It was at Target. And I thought, let's give it a shot. It did not work for me. So I'm going to have to find It was like Woodstock else. at the house. <laughs> See all those people in the mud. You know what they smelled like. <laughs> Ass. That's what they smelled like. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. But hey, at least you got me flossing. That's a good thing. It's true. And I'm going to get some new deodorant. I got that gingivitis, that's for sure. Well, you have to floss every day. I know. But if, if you don't have the gingivitis, do you tend to bleed when you uh, don't floss? No, I floss don't bleed when I floss my teeth. Yeah, see, I mind bleed. This is why I don't go to the dentist, because he goes in there to clean my teeth and it mm-hmm. starts bleeding, because I got uh, very sensitive gum, so I think I got the gum disease gingivitis. Those commercials well, we scary, don't they? Need the to gum take, disease. need to take care of that so you don't get receding gum lines. <sighs> well, that mean I lose my teeth? Could. 
I don't good. want that. I, you know, I'm no, in here talking like Michael Thrahan. I'm also OCD with my teeth. And yeah. I brush so much that my dentist told me to stop brushing because I was getting receding gum lines from brushing too much. <laughs> I'm not kidding. My my dentist said, how many times do you brush your teeth? I said, oh, four or five times a day. Yeah, that's insane. That's like you're <laughs> not supposed like, to wash your hair necessarily every yeah, single day. And I, use the, I have the electric toothbrush, so it's yeah. not just, he said, you got to stop. Just twice as good. Maybe three <laughs> times if you've had yeah. sugar or something that can sit in your teeth, but... You're doing it too much. And just to be much. clear, I brush my teeth twice a day, sometimes no, you three. Do. I do. You it's do. just the flossing that I needed to do better with. So I don't know why I was having such bad halitosis. This is nasty. And also for those wondering, not only is Rochelle very sexy, she she oh, does smell thanks. good. Except for that day, it smelled terrible. So I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what was going on there. That was a little rough. I'm getting a lot of messages, people uh, hearing me complain about my back. I got a message here. Uh, matter of fact, he called me yesterday after he texted our friend Van Dusen. Apparently went through this a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he said, he, I'm not making this up, he bought one of those inversion machines. And I said, isn't that the thing where you hang upside down? Hang like upside down. Yeah. Like Batman, nice. like Michael Keaton? Yeah. He yes. said, yeah. And he said, it's great. It feels so good. Can you imagine him? Hey, here I, whoa, here I go. Hey. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a swing. I can't imagine him hanging upside down in his house like Batman. That's pretty wild. But he said it worked great for it. I couldn't get it back up. Sure. Well, it had, there's handles on the side, and you just push oh, yourself up. Right. He said he uh, let the dog out of the house yesterday morning, 6 o'clock, and he heard us talking about using the adult toys on my back. And he said, that's a way to start your day. (laughs) But seriously, get the inversion (laughs) machine. (laughs) 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 Well, thank you, Dusan. I appreciate that. I don't know if I'm going to be hanging upside down like a bat, but... Yeah, it does help your back, though. It's yeah. nice. Guess I can't wait to go again later today. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. We got a note here from a kid that loves the show. Yes, this is Max, and he happened to be in school when we were talking about him last time, but his mom wrote in and said that he was very upset because school was ending and he was going to miss us. Is he the little kid that came for an autograph when we were doing the Bruce tickets? Remember we met that kid? He said he listens every morning. Yeah, maybe. But she sent us a video because she finally showed him how to listen to the podcast. So he can get us on demand because he's he's going to sleep in because it's summer vacation. She sent us a little video. Is this us talking in the air? Yeah, he's listening to the podcast. All right, that's interesting. Yeah. So he's sitting in the car on the way. It's the Bluetooth. And he's listening. Yes, but he also would like a boss boom. I heard that. I heard him say, I'll take one of those, please. (laughs) That's funny. It's amazing to me how people say their kids love to listen every day because we we, we don't go on here and say, it's the station that's perfect for the whole family. We're not saying that at all. No. So listen, I don't know why you get your kid listening to this show. but if you've ever been on TikTok... You're fine. You a lot better than TikTok. It, it's it's nothing that they haven't heard. <laughs> that music sounds really bad. I had in the background there. I got to get some more up to date, some hipper music to play in the background. Not this. Well, this one I was too. Saying, I guess. you say as you're playing, it's, the, it's Jetsons playing the Jetsons theme. music. We use the well because I think of the Jetsons. You know, like traffic when we go to Joe. But that uh, that was Patricia by Perez Prado in the background mm. there. That's probably a little dated. So <laughs> I got to get a little hip hop or something. <laughs> I'm a little more contemporary yeah, since I get, I get kids listening. Yeah, I got a little Dr. Dre in here, you know. Oh, what was that guy's name that was on before Sharon the other night? Oh, uh, Khalid. Khalid. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He was great. You like that? Oh, he was awesome. Joe, was texted, uh, Joe texted on Sunday. He goes, hey, who's Khalid? I said, he's a rapper. He had a song, uh, Show Me How Your Love Lies, I think it is. Yeah. You're do- I didn't think you'd like that. I also I like know. that you said you want to get more contemporary and you're going to play 58-year-old Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, for me, 
You can't you can't move too quickly, too fast. All right, progress takes time, baby. <laughs> Bending the arc of history. Okay, let's get some Glenn Miller in here. That's music right there. It doesn't get better. No, that is fun. We've been doing this show two years here at the boss, and I think the biggest response we ever got is when I played Tom Jones the other day. Yeah, it was huge. So maybe maybe I need to go the other way. Probably it is Ocean County after all. Well, it's more than just Ocean County, though. But I know that. But I'm saying, you know, yeah, it was the Ocean County people that got very excited about the Tom Jones. Yeah. Yes, yes. And the farmers in Brick. <laughs> Did we get any complaints about Disco Duck the other day? I meant to ask you that. I've been thinking no, about I that. I think everyone just you know turned what? it off. I know. I was worried. You know what? If they complained about it, they're not worried. You know, that, that, stop. <laughs> it was funny. We don't want you. Just leave. Yeah. You don't yeah. like Disco Duck? I don't want to be friends with you. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. You like Disco Duck, but you do? All right, let me buy you a drink. You're in. You don't? Get the hell out of here. Disco Duck. Then we get Rick Dees to play the Blast Off next year. What's he doing? That'll be the first time he's done Disco... What's that? (laughs) I actually played that the other day for uh, Marianne's 25-year-old son. We were sitting out on the porch, and I said, Hey, you know what we did this morning? We played Disco Duck. (laughs) And he looked at me and went, (laughs) And I said, You got to hear this. And I went and I got it out. Played it and he just laughed. He those hilarious. He liked it. I said that was a number one song yeah. in nineteen seventy something. I can't believe that <laughs> number one song. So bad. <laughs> you people, be careful! I'll play Mr. Jaws tomorrow by uh, Dicky Goodman. Oh, now see, it doesn't get better than that. Doesn't get better That's than Mr. Jaws, or we do a little That's Pac Man. Oh, we played Pac Man Fever. Nobody liked that. Nobody liked that. No, remember we put that on people and I like that. So maybe yeah. we'll do Mr. Jaws tomorrow. Here we go. Here's the new traffic music. All you flappers coming up the Garden State Parkway are going to run into some trouble, see? <laughs> Turn the crank on your Model T's right now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that Woodrow Wilson is a swell fella. Uh, <laughs> he lived in Jersey. Yeah, he did. He, was, a gov- he was the governor of New Jersey before he was president, yeah. What? Woodrow Wilson was the governor oh, of Woodrow New Jersey. Wilson. I'm yeah. talking about Glenn Miller. No, 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 not Glenn Miller. No. Yeah, he lived, I forget where. He lived up North Jersey. Glenn Kersey. Miller was not the governor of New Jersey. No. <laughs> what, when did that happen? <laughs> yeah. That's not in your history books, kids. No. Woodrow Wilson was, though. He yes, went. he was. And he was also the yeah. president of Princeton University uh, right. all before he was president. Yeah. And then uh, they say he had a stroke in office, and it was his wife that was running the country the last couple of years. Yeah, for a long time, yeah. yeah. See how smart we are? People think we're just a bunch of farting morons. And look at this. Joe and I are having an intelligent conversation about President Woodrow Wilson. How about that? (laughs) Followed up by some farts. And we also just mentioned we like Disco Duck, so. (laughs) Gotta keep the balance here. Gotta keep the balance. Absolutely. That's a great record. I'm sure that seven-year-old seven-year-old kid is just loving this discussion, I'm sure. How about Ray Stevens? We gotta get some of his stuff on here, too. Well, they call it the streak. Yep. Yeah, we got to get that on here. How about Spiders and Snakes? Remember that song? That was a great song. Whole record's about I, a guy that's putting snakes and spiders on his girlfriend's shirt. What a filthy right. song that is. I don't like spiders and snakes. And that ain't what it takes to love me. Love me. Like I want to be loved by you. <laughs> Rochelle's doing that, that face where she just yeah. wants to die. So maybe we, should, maybe we should move on here. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Ro. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> She's, she'll say this. She's like, I just say nothing. Sometimes you and Joe go off with these little tangents. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's when I do my Target shopping. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> there you okay. go. <laughs> Gotta get it done. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play Do the Bartman. That's a little more contemporary. How about that? 
No, that was terrible. Hey, man, I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? Okay. But there's no spiders and snakes, man. Nothing better race to Everything is beautiful. That's right. That was a great record, that yeah. record. Everything is beautiful. Don't forget his culturally insensitive hit from the 60s. Which was? About Ahab. Oh, oh my yeah, God! I can't, I can't, what are you you can't say what Ahab Rogers anymore. You can't, you can't what is wrong anymore. with you? He was a top ten record. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Ray Stevens? Dude, why would you even bring that up? Well, what is wrong with you? Because it's history. That's are why. Are you kidding? Joe, you got to do the traffic. We got to wrap it up. <laughs> I, was, I didn't make it up. It was a what hit is song. Wrong with I'm you? just saying it's crazy how people used to listen to songs well, like that. There go the alarms. Here we go. <laughs> hello, Mutta. Hello, Father. Oh my God. I think I'm what's wrong with Hello Mutta, Hello Fun? Nothing. I'm just naming novelty songs at this point. Yeah. Camp Granada. Remember Joe Spivey? He developed Poison Ivy. Yep. Poor kid. (laughs) Poor kid. (laughs) And then the guy reached from us from something called Ulysses. Yep. Uh, Funny. It's time to wake up. 613. Good morning, America. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss. 997 FM anywhere on the Boss app. 1071theboss.com. Mm-hmm. Tuesday in progress. You know what, Joe? I like coming in here and seeing you every day because despite what, how miserable I am, you always make me smile. You're always such a jolly mood. Thank you for being mm. you. Well, thank you. Well, 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 okay, we won. <laughs> didn't expect a compliment so early. No, you looking for money? Point, or, no. uh, are yeah, you dying? <laughs> Everything okay? It's fine. <laughs> Comes in, uh, he says, uh, how are you doing today? You must be in a good mood, right? I said, no, I'm terrible. <laughs> but he's all jolly and good, so he, he makes me smile. I feel better immediately being in Joe's presence, so thank you for that. Well, your back should be great. Your back should be better, right? My back is better. Thank you for bringing that up. I had my first ever experience at a chiropractor yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, I loved absolutely everything about it. The office was nice. The people were nice. The doctor was great. They're doctors, right? Is that the title? He's a doctor, yeah. They're considered a, a doctor? He's a doctor. Mm-hmm. He's, not, he's not an MD, but he's a he's not a medical doctor. But He's a, He's like the DO, like your cousin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he just introduced himself. I think he's Darren, and he was great, so... Could not have been nicer. Explained to me what they were doing. Explained to me uh, how better to move, how to uh, hoist myself up when sitting is not to put pressure on my back. Fantastic. So he thinks I have a major inflammation in my uh, lower left back. But worked it out, and uh, I just feel great. And I just loved everything. I can't believe now that I had not been to the chiropractor sooner because it was such a great experience. And I'm feeling, I'd say, at least 50% better. I'm going back this afternoon for another round. There you go, see? So, see, I can listen. You can teach a dog new tricks. I don't want to so say roast. I told you so. <laughs> you yeah, did. Yeah. But you told me so, yeah. I told you so. You did tell me the so. The chiropractor's the best. It was great. And he, uh, so much fun. Worked out uh, my neck, too, because he did went he up and... that heavy, heavy blanket on you? There was no blanket. He had he me lay no? face down on the thing, and he just started going to town with the cracking and the snapping, and it felt great. And there were a couple where I went, oh, boy, hey, mama. <laughs> I was like, it feels good, though, doesn't it? It feels great, yeah. yeah. But he, he went up to my neck, and he said, you got problems up here, too? And I said, I don't think so. He said, oh, yeah, you do. You got a lot of tension going on in the neck. And he, uh, I mean, you don't even know what's coming. He just takes your head and go, and I said, oh, oh all right. Felt great. Hello. Now, I did need to do some icing when I get home. Yes. But I wake up this morning, and again, I feel about 50% back to normal. And it's uh, 
it's such a nice thing to not you know feel that pain when you're moving. So, mm-hmm. man, I can't say enough about the guy. He was fantastic. <laughs> Just great. Yep, and you got great news from our friends at Arbitron too yesterday. Well, Arbitron is out of business, but yes, I got good news from our friends at Nielsen. That's the uh, the company Same there. Thing. Yeah, yeah, they released the radio ratings, and there was some good news in there. And people can go and look at that online if you want to Google it. So, thank you for listening. It's it's not because of us; it's because of you for listening to uh, the radio station. So, we appreciate that. Well, it's because of us a little. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, if we put on garbage, <laughs> they wouldn't be listening. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, some mornings I think we do put on garbage. See, people love the garbage. I keep telling you that. People love it when it's like that. (laughs) Although there was some garbage on in the middle of the night here, which is why I'm in such a rotten mood this morning. Uh, You got to just take a breath. Now, let me ask you this. If I was the manager of, I don't know, Johnson & Johnson, right? The factory, okay? Mm -hmm. And I come in in the morning and I see that all my overnight crew that's supposed to be filling the bottles of medicine to ship out in the morning have just left... Mm-hmm. What would you do? What I should I be happy no, about that? You should be no. frustrated, and I hear you on that front. However, the person who was on air also happens to be a friend of yours. Well, she apparently had a nervous breakdown and just left in the middle of the night, I and under- put the thing on autopilot. So I'm glad we weren't off the air. I but understand. I mean, what the hell is that? And that's not okay. No, you it is. You have every right to be upset about that. Not only as the person who comes on after her, uh-huh. who's frustrated that the show before you was messed up, but as. Her, her boss and her manager, I understand that. But as her friend, uh-huh. you can't end a friendship because she messed up at work. I can, That's, and I'm not, going to. It's not fair. I can, you, and I'm going to. Yeah. You, can, you wonder why you don't have friends, and you, you say That's no fine. one wants to be your friend. You can't do that. To bring me back to my first point, this is why, over the years, I've come to find Joe to be one of my best buddies. Because no matter what I say or what I do, he's like, That's all right. Then we just move oh, on. <laughs> And I get really mad at him and vice versa. I mean, there's some times you know there where I'm sure that we're done. And then we're fine the next day. It could have been, wor- it could have been worse. You could have put a tone on, you know. <laughs> it's like when TV in the middle oh, of the night used to have those, yeah, those. Right. Yeah. You know. At least it was just music playing. It could have been worse. Yeah, it was just fine. Music. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, and most people probably don't. It doesn't didn't even register. They're just thinking, oh, they're playing a lot more music. It's okay. And also the. There's a degree of a difference between an overnight DJ and filling medicine bottles at Johnson & Johnson. Yes. Well, that's probably yes. true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point, <laughs> Joe. Fair point. <laughs> at least we pay a person to be here. Most of the radio stations are on autopilot every night, so at least we yeah, get that going for us. Saying. They probably didn't even notice because most places don't even have someone talking in the middle of the night. Don't worry about it. No one's listening. No one noticed. No, I didn't mean that no one noticed. I just meant when you usually flip through another station, Uh there's not a lot of personality on in the middle of the night because other stations do not invest in the radio station. And so it's just music playing. Just the jukebox of love. He's the only one in town all night. The jukebox of love. (laughs) I said when we were driving in, I'm like, I'm going to come down. I'm not going to punish people and make them listen to me complain about how upset I am about an employee. And here we go for five minutes. Just couldn't help myself. But seriously, thank you for listening. Joe is right. We get some uh, a nice little report card yesterday. So thank you for that. We really do appreciate it. Right here, right now. Time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, presented by Monmouth Park, where you can enjoy the Jersey Shore's greatest Father's Day tradition and bring Dad to Monmouth Park this Sunday, Father's Day, June 18th. Free parking, free admission for all gentlemen, and free family fun. 
Now, I imagine if Dad drives Mom, it's ladies and gentlemen free. Yeah. See how that works out? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Monmouth Park. Now, if you're a local business and organization, community group, putting on a fun event, let us know about it. We do our very best to share them all every morning about 620-835 on the CBB, your community bulletin board. Boss Roadies, your Robbie and Rochelle going to be out tonight starting at 5 for an after-work mixer at the Greater Ocean Township Chamber of Commerce Consumer and Business Expo. That's in Jumping Brook Country Club. See there at 5 o'clock. We'll have some great prizes to win. Mm-hmm. You bring your business card and you have a little appetizer. Yes. Some hors d'oeuvres. We'll mix and mingle with some other business people. You never know what can come out of it. If I recall, there's also a bar there. It was a cash bar, though. Wasn't That's it? Okay. okay. That's all right. It wasn't expensive. It's all right. Okay. Good. Go there after work. <laughs> Let the family know you're going to mingle for a work event. Have a drink before you get home. Yeah, called Jay and Uber. <laughs> This is not a good representation of what we're doing tonight, okay? Not good. Remember the guy lost his teeth last year? Yes. That was exciting. I do remember. It's a good time. Sweets and Sweats is going on Saturday, 1030. Our friends at Chocolate Carousel in Wall, we made that man bark. They get those little kits you can make with the family. We made the man bark. You want to see that video that's up on the Facebook page, Robbie and Rochelle, or the 1071 The Boss Facebook page. But you head into Chocolate Carousel this Saturday morning, 1030. They get the kickboxing-inspired fitness class. Ooh. 13 rounds, and then you stop for uh, the cake slice. Oh. Cake slice Saturday, your first slice of cake and a cup of coffee included. ChocolateCarousel.com for the info. That's good. That is good. Do a little cheat with the cake, but you work out right, first. Right, you don't feel bad about eating the cake. I love that. Cancel out those calories, yes. baby. Hoboken Pride Bar Crawl is going on Saturday. Downtown Hoboken, which is a great little downtown, starts at 3 and runs all night. Hop around to the best bars and clubs, tasty themed drinks, and it's all to celebrate Pride month for tickets and a list of participating venues barcrawlive.com and search hoboken and the pleasant plains volunteer fire department fair and flea market going on saturday eight o'clock at the pleasant plains firehouse in tom's river local vendors antiques they'll have uh, breakfast muffins hard rolls and snacks then hot dogs and beverages and it's all available for purchase to benefit pleasant plains volunteer fire department search them on facebook for more information and there you go a couple of things we thought you yes you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood cbb the community bulletin board well it's been a little while since we've done this time for animal stories a long-time broadcasting tradition to bring you news about our four-legged friends, yeah. sometimes the members of the animal kingdom from far and wide. Yes. <laughs> Time for animal stories. <laughs> stories trending about our friends of the animal kingdom, which I think I said already. All right, here we go. Heard yeah. of cows, and of course you come here for all your cow news. Huh. Cows have been attacked. Uh, cows attacked a random. Nope, don't want to attack the cows. The cows attacked. <laughs> A random jogger on a trail in Colorado. She screamed and was just down on the ground while they were just trampling her. Oh. In a very short span of time, she stopped moving. So there's uh, one oh person who observed the attack. The other one called 911. I thought it was a person that was uh, run over that called 911. This was no. just a good Samaritan, I guess. Wow. You, like, you like the mooing going on in the background when she's on the phone? <laughs> What's your emergency? I got a cow problem. We got a man down. Actually, a whole herd of cows. I never heard of anybody being attacked by a cow. They're usually happy, docile animals. Yeah. They did not like the runner. They did not care for him. Not happy with this runner. (laughs) Good news is she's supposed to be fine, just some scratches and bruises. Good, good. And just to be clear, these were not the brick 
township cows, right? There's this no brick township cows. It's <laughs> something Joe made up to try and prove a point. I just want to make sure. He got caught in his bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> There's an Ohio neighborhood that's facing a huge problem ever since multiple groundhogs took over the backyards in this neighborhood. Critters are a big nuisance, these property owners say, causing damage to the homes. Plus, they complain Ohio has overly difficult rules about how you can legally remove a pest like a groundhog, oh. an invasive species from your property. Any little hole like see up under that yeah. stair, they'll crawl up under there and have more babies and migrate. You know, you got one, now you got eight. It's disgusting. They come around here digging up holes, you know what I mean? Like, ew. <laughs> I really enjoy other some people, they get their one moment on the news and they just take that opportunity and run. They get Bill Murray in there with his little Panama hat on. <laughs> Fighting soldiers in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes it's Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> These are animal stories. There's a hoax apparently happening in Missouri, or Missouri, if you're a local. Missouri. Mm-hmm. Well, homeowners are being sent fake notices saying the land surrounding your home has been selected as a game preserve. The first shipment of 550 buffalo will arrive at your home <gasps> on June 29th. State officials say, don't believe it. It's just a prank. Oh, my gosh. Everyone in Missouri saying, do not give me a home where 550 buffalo roam. <laughs> No. Imagine that. You've been evicted. We're going to tear down your house. Heard a wild buffalo running where your house used to be. You thought the cows were mean. I can't imagine a whole herd of buffalo in your backyard. I mean, outside of Kansas City, I have to figure most of those houses are on wheels. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what's the big what's the big problem at the end of the day if it's going to be a game preserve? We'll just roll to the next town. Yeah. Well, it's almost a cliche. It's almost a joke to see a shark in the water. People start going. But what about a bear in the water? Well, do you say a bear? It's always Florida. Florida. Beachgoers there didn't expect this. It's a bear in the water. It's a quiet day at the beach. Everything's going fine. Do a little snorkeling. And then they realize there's a bear in the water. There's a big crowd gathered around them. I got to tell you, these people are uh, taking this pretty well, pretty low-key about a bear in the water. I'd probably be the same way. I'd be excited to see a bear in the water and probably get myself really hurt because I'm like, oh, look, he just wants to swim with me. I could be wrong. I am no uh, animal expert, but that appears to be a seal and not a bear. Oh, it's not a bear? I mean, local media says it's a brown bear, but it looks to me like a seal. Oh, it does. you're going to have to show me the video, really? I mean, it looks like it looks too small to be a bear to me, but man, unless it's a, a bear well, cub, a maybe. seal is, I guess they kind of are brown, but is it furry? Yeah, it's, furry. Are, yeah, it's well, furry. Well, then it's got to be a bear, then. I guess it's a brown bear. <laughs> it's in the Florida panhandle, because of course it is. Yeah, of course it's in the panhandle. Escape from somebody's backyard. <laughs> the circus, your neighbor's circus. Only in Florida, people just keep swimming along, no big deal, just a bear in the water. <laughs> Poor little guy. He's probably just hot. It's hot there. Just a Tuesday. <laughs> well, last week, as you know, some of the worst air quality in the world in New York. And Manhattan facing another problem this week. It's a swarm of bees. The New York PD blocked a part of uh, Times Square to safely uh, remove these bees that had overtaken the square. Oh, my gosh. With the help of NYPD beekeepers. <laughs> I didn't realize this was a thing. I didn't either. The NYPD's got a beekeeper division. Oh, my God. Thousands and thousands of bees above Times Square. How did they end up there? Kind of hard to hear them buzzing around. That's so crazy. The beekeepers apparently uh, humanely captured and relocated the bees to a bee sanctuary upstate New York. I didn't realize you needed to be humane when it came to bees. Well, there's... I got my fly swatter right here ready to go. I know, I know, but there's all kinds of talks that bees are going to be extinct and we need them. They pollinate. Not these kind of bees. These are the bees (laughs) with the stingers, okay? Well, those are the same bees. No, no, no. What bees are you looking at? The bumblebees are harmless, but the bees with the stingers, the yellow jackets... Those are honeybees. We need them. They're not yellow jackets. That's different. This is why God invented sweet and low, okay? Okay. (laughs)
We don't need to, honey. I'll tell you who I feel bad for in Times Square is a naked cowboy. He's, probably, he's getting stung on his butt cheeks and everything. <laughs> and there you go. Another exciting edition of Animal Stories. I like animal stories. We should do that more often. Yeah, those are fun. We rotate those with the uh, uh, food file. Okay. Do a little animal news one week, a little food news one week. I like the food news, but it makes me hungry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't need to be hungry this early in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm showing her that video of the bear in the water, and she says, he's so cute. I wish we could adopt him. Like, even if we we get past the fact that it's a ferocious animal, where would the bear live in our 1,800 square foot (laughs) living space? He'll take the top bunk in the kids' room. What happens when the kids are here? They'll share. Yeah, we'll put them by the pool. It's fenced off. There's woods back there. So your premise is flawed there because it's... Well, yeah. Yeah. Right. The pool would need to be open first, so... Well, that's what we got the bear for. Because he'll just open it (laughs) for Open his pool right now. (laughs) My bear will eat you. And then nobody will come. You've always wanted a private pool. Oh, that's a good point. It'll just be you, me, and the bear. I like that. I think this is a great plan. I don't know if you heard this a minute ago, Joe, but we're going to do something new today. This is uh, a contest involving you. At uh, 710 here, my premise is Joe or no, and I'll give people some facts, and if it's really true about you, then they win if they guess correctly, and if not, then they don't. Kind of like the real or fake Florida headlines. What do you think, Joe or no? Stupid yeah, idea? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's great. I love it. <laughs> so I have to go and uh, check out his Facebook page, find out some things about Joe that I don't know, and mm. come up with some questions. No, I got I some ideas. I think I know enough right. about you to be able to pull it off. All right. This so is we'll fun. Do, I like it. We'll do that about yeah, 710 this morning. Yeah. I gotta do. Uh, I gotta do. Speaking of contest, gotta do some cash right now. You mind if I do this? The Boss Radio bucks, hundred seven bucks out of our free money machine. Got one of those uh, Boss branded FM radios with Bluetooth on it too. They call it the Boss Boombox. Get you qualified for that bonus one thousand dollars. By the way, we are less than a week away from the grand prize. It happens next Monday. Let's go uh, grab caller ten here before we uh, get a look at the roads. Boss, you number one. Phone lines open here, 732-774-4444. Boss, you number two. Boss, you number three. Boss, you number four. Boss, you number five. Boss, number six. Boss, number seven. See, I like to do this on the air because I think people think we're lying, but we really do take yep. 10 yeah, callers. We do. Boss, you number, what is that, number nine? Or is that number nine? Eight. eight, eight oh, I'm eight. sorry. Boss, uh, you are number nine. That last guy was number eight. Hi, good morning. It's the boss. Yes. yes. How are you? Turn down your radio a little bit. You're getting the echo. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's okay. You didn't know. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Excited? Yeah, you are calling number 10. You're a winner. You get some free money Yay! this morning. There you go. You got 107 bucks out of our free money machine. You're welcome. You got that boss boom box, and you're qualified for the bonus $1,000 cash. How's that feel? Pretty good? Thank you. Okay. Very good. Good. You driving this morning? Where are you? Yes. Where are you driving? Parkway South. All right. All right. Joe will check on that for you in just a second. What's your name? Frank. All right, Frank, hang in the line. We'll get all your info. Frank sounds like he's having a stressful drive, doesn't he? A little bit he does. <laughs> a little bit he does. Okay. Not well, in the mood for any right, games. I'll, I'll let Frank handle my personnel it. problems around here. He's not messing around. Get, get him in the brown bear. We'll have no problems. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. All right. Is he having trouble Parkway southbound? What's going on? No, What's the no, problem? By the southbound's fine. Right. Never anything on the southbound side. Well, I don't know. It's always on the northbound side. <laughs> and, of course, now that I said that, next right. report there'll be like a 40-car accident. <laughs> <laughs> How's it looking on the Schuylkill? Any problems down there? No, no, no problems on the Schuylkill. Well, there's going to be problems on the Schuylkill for about four months. Right. 
Oh, yeah. man, that, what a disaster that is. You know, I wonder oh. if we have it here. Uh, let me look this up real quick, because I meant to send this to you yesterday, speaking of the Schuylkill. <laughs> Hang on, bear with me here. Uh, yeah, I do have it. Right. I know this is real professional radio, isn't it? I forgot to grab this song. This is one of those uh, moldy oldies here, but listen to this. Uh, oh, li- no. Listen to this uh, sound effect here. If it'll... Is it this song. Remember this song, Expressway to Your Heart, the old 60s oh, yeah, song? Yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. So that honking noise was, I looked as it was recorded on the Schuylkill Expressway, because that was a band that was out of Philadelphia. Huh. Philadelphia, yeah. So there's a little Schuylkill noise for Joe. Man, I thought you'd like that. that. That's awesome. <laughs> Wasn't that worth it? That was absolutely worth every <laughs> excruciatingly boring minute of it. That's <laughs> some Schuylkill sound effects for <laughs> Joe. Schuylkill. It's the Schuylkill. It's just worth, it's just worth saying the Schuylkill. You're Schuylkill-y. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, I like that. Skookily. Yeah, that's awesome. Kiss my uh, better judgment. Just uh, get off the phone with Kermit. He'll be coming in doing the uh, graveyard shift, so we'll (laughs) see him tomorrow morning. (laughs) I don't know what he's up to. You know. You know. You've hit the bottom of the barrel when you (laughs) you call Kermit Kermit. I pointed that out to him, as a matter of fact, and he said, I'm always there for you when I can be. I said, yeah, okay, that's great. <laughs> he said he's got something going on in Asbury Park tonight, so he's just going to mm. crash at the radio station for a bit and then do the late night shift. Oh. So I don't, this is a guy with two kids at home. I don't know what he's up to, but I'll take it. Staying out of the house. I'll take it. Yeah, that's probably it. He's probably getting <laughs> it's off, loud in there. Getting off diaper duty tonight. <laughs> it's loud in there. <laughs> yeah. So that's exciting. We'll see him tomorrow morning. He always comes oh, up. Oh, boy, that's oh. great. Comes up with some way to aggravate me. <laughs> this is a crazy story this morning. Kind of feel bad about this. He's a great actor. Uh, and maybe you don't know his name, but I know you know his face. You see, Treat Williams passed away. Yeah. He was uh, 71 yeah. years old. He was in uh, Everwood. He was in uh, Deep Rising. He's in all, all kinds of things. One of those character actors. And I remember yep. him. He played uh, Michael Ovitz, the famous uh, Hollywood agent and former head of Disney, um, in an HBO movie called The Late Shift. He was great in that movie a couple of years ago. So I was bummed to see that. He was in a bicycle accident at 71. That's why I just sit on the couch. 71, I'm not going to be on a bicycle. <laughs> what are you doing on a bicycle? That's what I mean. I, mean, I feel sorry for the man. Was he it's in a bicycle life. or a motorcycle? Or a motorcycle accident. Same motorcycle. difference. Same difference. There's no reason to be doing that at that age. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to make a joke out of it at all, but that's just... Uh, well, that's what happens. That's really sad. He was, in, he was in Hair, too. You remember that? Yeah. The musical? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not Hairspray. Hair, no, right? No, Hair. Yeah. Long, beautiful hair. Yeah, I know what yes. it is. <laughs> Well, anyway, sorry to hear that about uh, Treat Williams, very, very good uh, character actor. Yeah, yeah. Joe, I was looking at some of the stats from the concert the other night, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Ed Sheeran was over at MetLife Stadium. I know you were there. They had almost 90,000 people. It was over 89,000 in attendance. Is that the biggest concert ever at MetLife yes. Stadium? I think it yes. is. I, I, yeah, I, mm. I don't know if it's the biggest crowd ever, but it was 89,106. Wow. Now, there were only 80,000 seats. So. Huh. It was that means that they had ten thousand people down on the floor, which wow. it looked like there was. It was packed. Wow! Packed. How did they work that? Is that something where everybody was on the floor at the beginning, or does he let people down and surprise them that they get to come up closer? No, you, it no. was there were tickets, general admission mm, tickets. Mm. You had to be there which early. Cost more than <laughs> the regular tickets, right, right? Right. You don't get a seat, and you don't get anything. They you have a couple of concession there. stands at either end, and it was really funny. We were noticing. You all come in from the one end zone, right? And you yeah. and and they had these five sections. The ones where you come in from, packed. These people were so lazy not to walk all the way around to the other side. <laughs> they could have gotten almost right out to the stage. It was really funny. 
I've uh, seen some uh, but, clips though of him on stage, and there's some people that are making a big thing about this because he said uh, something about you know it's great to be back in the city that never sleeps or whatever it is. And people go, well, you're not you're not in Manhattan, pal. You're across the water at the Meadowlands. This yeah, is Jersey. He said, yeah, he said that um, my father always said if you make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Mm. Yeah, well, it's East, East I, Rutherford is not New York. I I immediately I kind of recoiled, and I didn't I didn't you know I mean what am I gonna do? But it was uh, <laughs> boo. It you was suck yeah. It, I, I came close. Did he? Um, did anyone boo? I can't imagine no, they would have. I, I can imagine they would have. Sure, you it think? was lukewarm applause. It wasn't like ah! it wasn't. It was not as loud as. Listen, great show, great day, great time. Yeah. He's a good guy. He is. He didn't mean anything by it. Yeah, you're in New Jersey, idiot. You're not in New York, and that's what bugged. It bugs me all the time up there. It happens all the time. You go to these shows, and these people say, Hey, New York! Hey, you're in New Jersey! Oh. And it bugs the crap out of me. It really does. Hmm. Well, just to be and fair to him, forever. just to be fair to him, he's not even an American, so maybe he no, really just doesn't understand what the deal is, you know? And that's why I give him the, every benefit of the doubt. It's his people, and you know who also... It could be the, you know, the people at MetLife Stadium should put that in the contracts. If you're going to say hello, say it's New Jersey. <laughs> Sign here. Promise that you'll say hello to New Jersey. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, oh, it's just it's our stadium. We paid for it. We we the, our taxes maintain it. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. it's our infrastructure that people use to get there and get out. And that's um, fair. You know, that is fair. If we were broadcasting from Wales, I'd probably call it England. I wouldn't know the damn difference. So, I mean, I almost can understand his no, mistake. I, I'm not. I don't really blame him for it. It's just a lack of preparation. Yeah. And he's got enough people. <laughs> that yeah. someone, oh my someone could have said something <laughs> because he may he probably did land in New York. I'm yeah. guessing he landed in probably JFK. Probably it's the international airport. Well, and Newark's an international airport. Well, he yeah. can come in in Newark too. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's a lot of British Airways. I don't know. Come in in New York. I don't know. Well, Taylor Swift got uh, some similar uh, flack when she was playing down in Philly because she said it's going to be back in my hometown, and she's from Reading, which is like an hour and a half from Philadelphia. Mm. Yeah. So they all do this. Who knows? I mean, you know, they're just looking for the crowd. But to, yeah. When she was at the Meadowlands, New Jersey. Yep. How you doing, New Jersey? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she also yeah. played in New York, where I don't think Ed Sheeran did. I think this was his only show yeah. that he did in the area. Well, he should know better. I agree with that's Joe. My gu- that's my guess, but I don't know. 89,106 people, and I guarantee you at least fifty to 60,000 of them were from New Jersey. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. absolutely. And, um, you know. But yeah, he's listen. It is. It's just me being me, I guess. But I, I just, that bothers me when that happens. It happens all the time. Hello, Cleveland. No. <laughs> oh, have you ever been to a show where they do that? Oh, sure. It's great. Yeah. Where the That's hell am hilarious. I? Where am I? Or they'll just yeah. you go see him in a little small venue, and they'll say, uh, yeah. you know, man, I've sold fifty-five rec- million records, and here I am in wound socket. You know what I mean? <laughs> <It's kinda> <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what John Ford Coley was saying when he was at our thing. That's literally that's what he said. He said this reminds me of when I was a kid playing strip bars for cash. <laughs> that's great, John. Play this game for the first time ever. We've never done this before. And it's probably better that Joe always got to do his TV thing or whatever it is he does. Because I've come up with a couple of, uh, I guess I'll call them Joe trivia questions. This is a new bit called Joe or No. So we're playing here. Okay. 732-774-4444. This one passes into uh, Boss Night at uh, Breakwater Beach. Boss Night at Seaside is June 28th for the annual Boss Listener Appreciation Party. 
Breakwater Beach uh, Water Park. I'll give you a couple of, uh, I guess, or trivia questions, you could say, about Joe's life. Now, maybe just by listening every day, you've gotten to know him like we know him, and mm-hmm. you'll know some of these things. A couple of them you might not know, but you can make an educated guess. And then one or two I've just made up. They're not true at all. Hmm. Okay. So you want to play Joe or no to win your Breakwater Beach passes? Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Good morning. Would you like to play Joe or no? You're the first contestant in the history of radio to ever play this game because we've never done it before. (laughs) (laughs) So you get the premise. We're going to ask you a couple of questions about Joe. If you can get two out of three correct, we'll give you these passes to Boss Night at Breakwater Beach, okay? Okay, cool. All right, what's your name? Vicky. Vicky, it sounds like you're driving someplace. Uh, I am on my way to Rutgers. Oh, all right. Oh. All well, right. that, that could it's not one of the questions I was going to ask, but Joe is the in-stadium announcer for all the Rutgers football games, so it's uh, it's kind of uh, fortuitous that you happen to be headed to Rutgers. Do you uh, Are you part of the staff? Do you work there? Are you picking a kid up, or what are you up to, if you don't mind? Um, no, my husband's out for some, some things he has to get done. Oh, I see. Okay. Makes perfect sense. I won't ask anymore. <laughs> all right, here we go for the first time ever with Vicky. It's Joe or no. Question number one. Is it true, Vicky, that Joe grew up in Georgia? No. That's right. That's a no. He did not. He is a oh, Jersey boy. She got it right then. Oh, I'm sorry. Should I have she hit this one? She got it right. Yeah, that was... She got the answer right. That was correct. He grew up uh, right here in the Great Garden State. <laughs> Joe worked with the legendary Dan Ingram. Yeah. Yep. That is absolutely true, man. You're cooking here. Oh. Just going to get one more to win this whole thing. Joe is a huge fan of pineapple pizza. No. No. <laughs> Look at that. Made that look easy, baby. <laughs> Joe is not a fan of pineapple no. pizza. No, he's not. Uh, the other questions I had was performed with Chicago. That's true. Uh, no. Now, yeah, no, he did. He, he did. performed with he Chicago. It's a good thing Chicago. we didn't ask you that one. Yeah. He sang. Oh, she's got her. Uh-oh. You got the GPS lady talking to you, Vicky. <laughs> Don't miss your turn. <laughs> Don't make us make you wrong. Well, you got those passes to Breakwater Beach for Boss Night. Thank you so much for playing. That was kind of fun. First ever edition of Thank Joe you. or No. Yeah, hang in the line one second here, Vicky. We'll get all the info from you. Okay. Thanks. Great. Okay. I was going to ask you, married to Marianne. People know that. Mm-hmm. And went to Seton Hall. I think people would probably know that too. Yes. Were those too easy? Maybe those are too easy. They're a little easy, but that's gone okay. A little, a little harder. I mean, she just she flew right through those. I was impressed. Mm-hmm. All right, congrats. Again, we, we'll see you we down know there. We know our Joe. June twenty eighth, Breakwater Beach. That sucked. I don't think I ever want to do that again. <laughs> I mean, Vicky was great. It's not yeah. her problem, but we could do row or no questions about you. Yeah, because I'm I have eight different names and I've lived everywhere. And yeah, you're more of a ghost. That's a good point. <laughs> Maybe we'll try that next week. Row or no? Row or no? We could do facts about Big Boss Bob. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be hard. I don't know many. I don't many either. <laughs> He's left an interesting. I keep telling him he should write a book. Yeah. You know, you don't get to be big Richard famous like him without having an interesting life. It's true. Right, time now for uh, hashtag mom. Confession. Certainly an interesting life being a mom. And mm-hmm. we uh, we search that hashtag. We hear from moms every single morning about 720 and 9:20. Uh, you could be a mom now. You could be a grandmom. You yes. could be a dad observing what's going on. We share them just like this. Carolyn Germain said, my five-year-old told me he's carrying coins in his pocket in case he runs into any guys he has to pay. And now I have questions. Just in case I run into my bookie. He's a Jersey kid for sure. Some cash in my pocket. (laughs) You know, I'm from Ed Sheeran, Jersey. (laughs) Up yours. The Golden Gale said, back from a second grade science fair and some projects really sucked. Some parents definitely need extra classes. (laughs) 
This volcano did not function properly. It's true. You know the parents make half of those science projects, too. And Richard Dean said, my eight-year-old had his hair styled nicely this morning, so I asked him what he put in it to make it look so good. Mm. And he said, it was the oil from the pan I roasted broccoli in last night. <laughs> you really can't make this stuff up. You can't, but I'll tell you what, that does sound like it would be a pretty effective hair care product, doesn't it? It smells so bad. I mean, it would definitely keep oh. your hair together, though, wouldn't it? Oh, I've... old broccoli oil? Gross. Tell you what, that pompadour is not moving, though. Oof. Also, Richard Dean, wasn't that the name of the guy that played MacGyver? I think it was. I don't know. Is that Harry Dean? I don't know. I don't know. We'll look that up for you, thanks to our crack team of researchers. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, 7.20 and 9.20. Send one in. You might hear yours right here. Strangers in the night Engaged in capers Searching by flashlight For certain papers Showing if there might Be plans to stage a coup Some may still be hid At Mar-a-Lago Or shredded amid a ground-up taco Then the question did They hide stuff in their shoes Reagan, did you hoard Some folded papers Inside Nancy's Ouija board Dan Quayle says I can't wait till the feds arrive Now someone knows that I'm alive Clinton says his files he'll bring They're just receipts from Burger King So nothing here to hide Nobody knows why they're stamped classified No nuclear codes but they'll raid Harry S. and Dwight Those strangers in the night Ah, bring it home Let's smoke a doobie-doobie-doo. All right, here we go. Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. My big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know to be in the know from number five to number one. We shall start at number five and count down. By the way, man, I was just listening to the uh, sports report. <laughs> what? Did you just call me man? No. By the way, I'm, man. No, I'm not calling you man. I said, by the way, man. I was just looking oh, at the. Oh, I see. Sorry, I had the wrong and fast. I missed the comma there. I was like, don't call me man. <laughs> hey, man. I'm sorry I didn't punctuate my sentence, my sentence properly. <laughs> <laughs> Linguistics police. <laughs> Man, I was just listening to the sports report. Yes. I'm, I, for some reason, I know really very little about basketball. I like basketball, and I'm a I'm a Celtics fan growing yes. up up north. But I didn't. Uh, you know, I don't really watch every game. I don't really pay attention to the stats. But I just had kind of a gut feeling, and when I have a gut feeling, I go with it. That uh, Miami was going to win it all, but no, Denver uh, kind of a historic season for yeah. them. Yeah, went in the NBA final. So I was just surprised by that, man. All right, man. I was, I was not calling you man. I was doing a little punctuate. Your mom calls you man. My I'm, mom just says man after a lot of things. You know, man. No. That's just her word. Well, that's not what I was saying. I okay. was saying man. I was just like, oh, man. You okay. Know what I'm saying? I get it now. 
Grammar police. <laughs> Jesus. Everybody's a critic today. <laughs> Start at number five, countdown. Walgreens has debuted a new store design. This is interesting. The story's in Chicago. They say if it's successful there, it might spread across the country. They have two aisles. You know what I'm talking about. I talk about Walgreens, right? Yeah. They have two aisles and then most of the goods in the back of the store. So what you do is they have little tags. You go down the aisle, you pick one of the tags that you want, and then you hand it to the guy at the desk, and he pulls the thing off the wall at the back of the store. They're calling it the... Huh, that's interesting. ...model for a sleeker, smaller grocery store, because I guess they're looking uh, for a smaller store, so the rent is less, because they've... I don't know. It's the future of commerce, is what they're saying. I'll tell you what, it sounds pretty convenient. You just walk down the aisle, grab the tag, and then they Mm -hmm. give you your bag, and you're off. It's it's almost like the uh, car side delivery, I guess, but you do get to go in and see it first. Right, right. Here's a little uh, advertisement they put on social media for this. People are talking about it counters and the pharmacy is down the hall you can place an order in the walgreens app before you come in mm. or just roll up to the kiosk and find what you want then the walgreens team shops for you i can just hear people like my mother going i don't understand why this is necessary i don't work for walgreens i shouldn't have to yeah. pick anything up myself i like this and i do think it's very convenient but but as someone who does know marketing i think that these car side to go and these have someone else shop for you is probably not great for business because i have to tell you when i go into a store if Mm. i'm actually shopping i always buy at least three to four more items than i would have purchased if i'm buying stuff online because when i go online i get all that I get only what I need to get and that's it. But if you have me walking up and down the aisles, I fill my cart and I don't even mean to. So I don't know for marketing and for consumerism if it's actually a smart thing, but I I like it. I think it's good for my wallet. I think you make a great point when it comes to grocery store comes to the pharmacy. They they get me right at the checkout yes. line. Yeah. They go, yeah, you know what? Maybe I could go for some gum or a candy bar. <laughs> right. Or maybe I do need the Time Magazine history of pop music <laughs> that costs $17. Yeah. You know what you I'm just, saying? You just always end up grabbing something you don't need, which is good for the market. Not good for my wallet, so I don't know. It's good well, for them. It's but good for them, not necessarily good for me. Yeah, but I do, I do agree that uh, you know they, I want them to do the work. I don't want to have to pack. Yeah, my no, own bag. I I, I, to, I love I mean? it. I love it. I do, but I I do find myself spending less at Target because I do car side to go. But even the self checkout, like I feel, is uh, while it is convenient because there tends to be less of a line. Yeah. I don't know that I want to be doing the work. You know, because yeah. I don't. I chose not to work at Walgreens. Right. I chose to work with you, Yahoos. <laughs> so I shouldn't have to pack my own bag and swipe my own thing. And uh, it's true. No, no, no. It's true. Two aisles. Walgreens, we'll see. Number four, Amy Schumer was on a What Happens Live. Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And she says uh, she's sick of celebrity liars, Hollywood people, who deny that they're losing weight on Ozempic. Oh. Now, this is kind of a touchy thing because, of course, Ozempic is supposed to be for people with diabetes. Yes, But yes. it has been shown to be effective for weight loss. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the rich people are able to buy it all up. Right. And make, drive the price up, make the supply. Mm-hmm, but anyway, mm-hmm. Amy Schumer's not having it anymore, so she was talking about that. And she's been open. I guess she struggled with her weight as well. And yeah, she said she is, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. she is not one of those people using it. Everybody lying. Everyone's like, a smaller portion. Like, shut <laughs> right. up. You're on Ozempic or one of those things. Or, Just stop. Yes. Be, be real with the people. Right. When I got lipo, I was like, I got lipo. Right. Okay? Yeah, I totally agree with her. I'd be honest. I'm with her, sure. There's nothing to lie about. And Why if I was not? on Ozempic, I would absolutely tell you. Yeah. I wish I was. You'd sing the jingle. <laughs> oh, 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 Ozempic. <laughs> Auto parts. <laughs> <laughs> confusing those two. Yes, you are. Number three, there's a mother. She's got three kids. She's getting praise on TikTok. After she put her old Hooters uniform, 30 years later, took mm. a video and said she uses it as motivation to stay sh- in shape. 
after uh, having three kids. Oh. Her name is uh, Nikki Merrill, and here's a little video of her that she posted. Uh, I don't know how you feel about this, uh, getting in the uniform in front of your kids, but she's getting a lot of love for doing it. In of 1993, I was 19 years old, and I started working at Hooters. Is my outfit from back then. It's now 2023, 30 years later, and I put on my uniform that I found in the attic. So this is me, 30 years later. I got to figure that she's using the Ozempic, right? 30 years later, still fitting in a little short shorts. Well, they're stretchy. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> they are stretchy. Yeah. I, I, good for her. No, whatever you, whatever you got to do to stay motivated. Nikki, Joe. <laughs> right. <laughs> Funny seeing you here. Whatever you got to do to stay motivated. So good for her that she kept it and she's comfortable enough to still get in it. Guarantee a Nolan is better. <laughs> bonus, bonus, bonus story for you. Jennifer Aniston says she can't stand being told she looks great for her age. Now, she's uh, in her 50s now, yeah. and she says she's in better shape than she was in her 20s yeah. when she first became famous on Friends, so she feels not only better in her body, but in her mind and spirit. Mm-hmm. That is really a backhanded compliment. It when really you think is. Man, you look so great for your age. It really is not a backhanded compliment. Now, if you and I were saying that, if we're watching a show and I go, I got to tell you, Jennifer Aniston looks beautiful for her age, that might be something, but to say it to her face, yeah. to yeah. say it to her face is harsh, no. don't you think? She's just you're just beautiful. That, that's the other... People will say things like that, like, oh, you have such a pretty face. Yeah. Like, that's such a backhanded compliment. Don't do that. Well, I think that one means that you're, you know, you have a pretty face, but the rest of you is a Well, I, it's exactly what that yeah. means, but it also means that for her, being in her in her 50s, yeah. she looks good for in her 50s, but if she were in her 20s, she would look terrible. It's yeah. a backhanded compliment. But I mean, I guess you have to have a certain expectation that no one is going to look 20 when well, they're 55. of course not. Of course not. But it is, you just say you look beautiful. Just leave it at that. Considering you just had three kids, you look great. There's a... <laughs> A terrible thing to say. Yeah. Leave Jennifer Aniston alone. That's right. <laughs> Who'd she go out with? Was it the guy from Canada? Yeah. Was it Justin Trudeau? It's one of them. No, it's Justin Thoreau. Whatever. Not Justin Trudeau. All right, I've lost interest. Number two. <laughs> modern day phrases that the internet says we all should get rid of forever. The customer is always right. Mm-hmm. Money can't buy happiness. Everything happens for a reason. We're the top three. You hate any of those? I think all of those are true. Except for the customer's right. Customer's usually not right. You just have to tolerate yeah, it. Yeah, I think the customer's always right probably needs to go. The other two are definitely true. M- money does buy happiness. No, the more, yeah, the more I'm thinking about yeah. it, money definitely does buy happiness. <laughs> At least makes life easier. <laughs> and the, what's the reason that everything happens? I don't know. Yeah, those, uh, I don't yeah. Know. yeah, customer's not always right. But I guess I understand being, if you're in a business, you certainly don't want to make your customers upset, but mm. they're not always right. They're just not. I tell you, for somebody with a lot of money, you don't seem very happy. <laughs> Number one, there's a couple in Los Angeles. They're cleaning out the uh, basement. Their parents, I don't know if parents pass away or they're selling the house or whatever. Yeah. And they found over one million pennies in a crawl space, a back of the attic. Comes out to about $10,000 cash. They said they've had difficulty finding banks to accept all the pennies. Penny, they don't want all the pennies at the bank. How did they get the pennies down? A million? That had to be heavy. Yeah. Over a million pennies in the crawl space in the attic. At least they know the house is structurally sound. They have a million <laughs> pennies up there. <laughs> Man, you just go on a Garden State Parkway without a problem. Get all the pennies in the world. What is it? 210? Here you go. Hang on a second. I, I imagine this in one of those like cartoon bags with the money symbol on on there. I'm, I, yeah. I just want to know what it looked like when they found the million pennies. Were uh-huh. they spread out throughout the attic? Were they in one lump sum? Why were there a million pennies well, up there? It was there? all in the crawl space, so they were all together. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's some sort of a speakeasy going on there back in the day. Right. There is more to the story. That's very, very strange. Daffy Duck with his cartoon, like the uh, money bag emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. Did your grandparents ever have you uh, 
spend an afternoon putting the money in the oh, little... Rolling the coins? Paper rolls there to bring to the bank? Absolutely. Man, now I was so bad at that. Absolutely. Uh, my, my grandfather, he used to sneak me, when I would be done, he would sneak me a roll of quarters, and it was $10 oh, and a roll really? of quarters. So he'd say, don't, don't tell your grandmother. A little go, payment go, go for Go buy you, yourself yeah. something nice. Yeah. And, but he did. He'd have me roll the quarters all the time. And his top drawer, he always had rolled quarters. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know where he went. He was, crushed the bank. He was legally blind. Yeah. Why do you have a bunch of rolled quarters, Grandpa? What are you doing? Maybe he didn't know they were in there. <laughs> no, he knew. He knew they were there, and he knew if someone touched them, too. I don't know how he knew, Listen, but they kid, were there. Save these, because one day you're going to need them on the Garden State Parkway. <laughs> I know. that kept, kept ritual. <laughs> That's exactly it, too. He'll tell you all about it. That's exactly it. Tuesday, world-famous celebrity birthday file, the Olsen twins. <laughs> they look bad for their age. Because they're 37 today, Mary-Kate Ashley One Olsen. of them looks worse than the other. I don't know why, but she's... Look- one of them looks worse than the other. It's not really a criticism when I say that, but the two of them are 37 today. Yeah. And I would say, if you look at them, you had no idea they how old they were. Because we all know how old they were, because mm-hmm. remember, they were babies in the 80s on mm-hmm. Full House. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's a new Full House podcast that's out with our friend Dave Coulier, who's been on the show many times. Oh, you know really? About this? No, yeah. I didn't. He watches episodes and talks about it while he watches the episodes. Oh. So you just sit there and listen to him watch an episode of Full House. That's kind of fun. Everything you ever needed to know. I, that I was, probably like that. Yeah. That was like yesterday. We were talking about the shows make you feel like home, right? Uh-huh. But yeah, you look at Mary Kate and Ashley, and it's got to be the booze or the drugs or something because they just look you know, 55 yeah. and they're 37. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean to be mean about it. <laughs> Kat Denning, she was on that Two Broke Girls show. She's 37 today. Chris Evans, 42. Steve-O from Jackass. He was on with us not that long yeah, ago, was he? very funny. Was it Steve-O we had on? It, it was Steve-O. Steve-O. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does a one-man show. It's just... Very yucky. It's just gross. It's just yeah. some weird stuff. And it's just, he's 49 years old now. <laughs> Rivers Cuomo, the lead singer of Weezer. Ali Sheedy from The Breakfast Club. Tim Allen. <laughs> Give him the tool of my at 70 yes. today. Yes. Or if you're younger, I suppose uh, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Yeah. Basil Rathbone, gone but not forgotten. The Sherlock Holmes. My Sherlock yeah. Holmes. I think of him when I think of Sherlock mm, Holmes. That's fair. He died back in 1967. Though. And Paul Lind from Bewitched and Hollywood Squares. Mm. Uh, one ringy dingy two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always doing uh, Lily Tomlin's character. And I wonder if she was doing Paul Lind. You know? Remember Gerald? What was her oh. character? name when she was on the phone or whatever it was? Yeah. Oh, what was her character's name? Paul Lynn, born this yeah. day of 1926. Today is National Call Your Doctor Day and International Axe Throwing Day. <laughs> Clearly those two things go together. <laughs> like butter, don't you think? That's hilarious. Very well, funny. Axe Throwing Day. Well, happy birthday to Paul Lynn. He's a star. Matter of fact, when Art Volo was here the other day, he brings me uh, comedy albums of Paul Lynn. And uh, amazingly, I've not listened to them yet. <laughs> but maybe I should. Yeah, Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but it's nice of him to do it. It is nice. Yeah, it is nice. Of, yeah. Very nice of him to do it. We just played the uh, first ever Joe or No. And Joe... Uh, How'd that go? Uh, went great. She, uh, Vicky was there, winner from Brick. She very easily... Hey, uh, Vicky. Did the question. I said, did you grow up in Georgia? And she said, no. He's a Jersey boy. She knew that. I said, did uh, Joe work with Dan Ingram, legendary broadcaster? She said, yep. And I said, Joe loves pineapple pizza. True or false? She went, no. False. So she had him. Uh-oh. She was ready to go. Oh, and uh, I gave her a bonus when I said, did he perform with Chicago? And she said, no. I said, no, he did. He performed with Chicago. <laughs> that part is true. Oh, Jackie and Brick just sent me the art, the New York Times article about the million pennies mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. They are all in bags. Oh, they They're put them in those like little cartoon bags? bags. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Why were those up there? I don't. I don't subscribe to the New York Times, so I can't read the article. So I'm gonna have to find it somewhere else. But I can see the picture. That's... Isn't that frustrating when they put the firewall up and yeah. you can't read the article? Yeah, they give you the clickbait, then you can't open it. It's such a tease. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I saw the. I saw the photo real quick before the the pop up came. Though they're all in bags. That's mm. fantastic. Oh. Thanks, Jackie. <laughs>
All right, we'll talk a little Pat Sajak, big Pat Sajak news oh, today. Oh, yes. After this look at the roads. And Joe, you want to hang around for this? Yeah, sure. All right, good. All right, do the thing. All right. We'll hop right to it. It's He Said, She Said on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Uh, big news yesterday. Pat Sajak. Since 1981, has been your host of Wheel or Fortune. Trivia question. Who did he uh, replace? Merv Griffin. You know, remember Merv Griffin? Mm, He's the guy who created Wheel of Fortune. He fired the host who was two and two, Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery. Yeah, Chuck Chuck Woolery was the host for a bunch of years, and he fired. I think Pat was doing just the daytime version or something like that. Then he took over the nighttime version and... Ah, uh, what was the name of the woman that was the... Uh, Joe, you remember the woman that was the original uh, co-host here before uh, Vanna? Garvey, no. I think her name was. Jennifer Garvey, no. something like that. Anyhow, Pat's Boy. been at it since 1981. Announced yesterday he's retiring next season. So that'll give him 43 years at the helm. He'll be 77 years old next year. Makes sense, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, good for him. Good for him. You know who was in line for that job back in the day? No. Dr. Bill Evans. In 1981? Really? Yeah. What was Bill doing back then? Was he a weather guy already? Yeah, he's a weather guy in somewhere in the south. I think Pat was a weather guy in Los Angeles, yeah. and he's that's a where radio he, guy too. He did yeah. radio. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, matter of fact, he worked. Uh, I don't know if anyone finds this interesting, but he worked with the real Adrian Cronauer, the guy they based Good Morning Vietnam. That movie is based on oh, his, yeah. his story, and Pat was part of the, the Armed Forces Radio in uh, Saigon during the war, and then came mm. back and uh, worked at WSM in Nashville and. Became a weatherman in Los Angeles. That's how he became the host of uh, Wheel of Fortune. I guess mm. I know a lot about Pat Sajak. I, I do. <laughs> he used to own a radio station in Annapolis, as a matter of fact. Yep. Oh, yeah. He just sold that not too long ago, He right? sold it off for $1,000 to yeah. a, guy, a guy named Steve something or other that I know on Facebook. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of a small world. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, good luck to Pat. I, I figured he was probably going to bet. I'll bet you, though, he keeps his producer thing so he gets some cash oh, still sure. from the show. Sure he does. Why not? And he's got his little bimbo daughter doing a little thing. <laughs> my, my, oh, hey, now. My daddy is Pat in here. Well, I mean, you know what? You know why? Because I feel bad for Vanna, because Vanna's in her 60s now, and then you get this little 20-year-old blonde bouncing yeah. around. It's not fair to Vanna. That's why it bothers me. Is that not fair? I'm but with Bimbo's you. Bimbo's a little strong. Okay. That's his word he uses for for young, pretty women. That's just what he uses. Because I just think that she's just got it handed <laughs> to her, because she's Pat Sajak's daughter. She just got it handed to her. It's it wasn't not fair. Really fair. They should have done some sort of And it's not like she's a polished broadcast. She's like, hey, I'm in, this is a Be yeah. a Whale Watcher Club. Like, she talks like a valley girl. Yeah. All right. Maybe that was a little harsh, but. <laughs> that was a little harsh. I'm defending I, Vanna, because Vanna's I been there all saying. these years, and she's a beloved uh, girl next door. I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. I, you. I really do agree with you. I think that it was handed to her. It wasn't fair. And there was really no reason for her to be there. Anyhow, I think they'll both well, stay part of it, even though we're getting a new host. I hope so. Yeah. I don't I don't think it needs to be fair when your father's Pat Sajak. You know? I mean, he produces it. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants. Well, yes. that's true. That's true. I guess. That's true. Doesn't make it right, though. <laughs> and I'm taking a stand. Against, I'm taking a stand against the promos on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Very important topic facing America today. She is. She is cute. Yeah, she is cute, but it doesn't mean she just have it handed to her. That's nepotism. There's a word for it. She's a nepo baby. That's a big That's thing what right she now. she is. She's a nepo baby. I guess it's like the uh, Alex Trebek thing. No one's really going to replace Pat. No. No, 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 no. But, no, but they got to get rid of that girl from the 70s show. She's awful. The girl from the 70s show? What are you talking about? Wasn't it? The, 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 oh, the, Maya Bialik? Oh, terrible. Yeah, she's Terrible. Blossom. Yeah. Yeah, she's not great. Uh, Ken Jennings is going to be on the show He's next good. week, by the way. Ken oh, yes, on. I love Ken Jennings. He's great. We've yeah. never had him on before. He's going to be talking about the uh, some tournament of champions, I think it is. Oh, that's so, fine. Cool. Ken, so Ken will be on next week. I don't know. Ken's fine. I like Ken. I was rooting for Ken to get the gig. I don't feel like he's uh, quite as good as... Alec was, but you know, he's okay. Mm-hmm. No, no one will ever be Alex Trebek. 
No. No, no one will ever be Pat Sajak, but my guess no. is they're probably going to attempt to continue the show. Yeah, the production company uh, made a... Uh, uh, Statement. Concurring... Uh, press release when Pat announced that he was retiring yesterday. That's right. That uh, they will continue the program and the search begins for the future of the program. So if you could pick anybody to be the new host of Wheel of Fortune, who would you pick? Huh. Oh, now think about this. It could be, there could be some funny answers here, you know, like <laughs> Joe Biden would be a funny answer, yeah. for example. Hey, man. Christopher here's, Walken. Here's the deal. For real. There it is. Walken. Yeah, Christopher Walken would be a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> what I want you to do is buy a vowel here. Please, you see where we're going yeah. with this? David yeah. Letterman. Get <laughs> it? Get it? Oh. Get it? Yeah, I got it. No, you know, I think Jimmy Fallon would be a really good host for yeah. that show. Yeah, I guess. He hosts everything already. He's like Seacrest. He already hosts everything. I don't know. I just Seacrest? think he's kind of quirky and he's kind of... Ryan Seacrest would probably... Uh, Ryan would be a better host. Yeah, Ryan would be a better host. great at it. He'd be a little less hyper than Jimmy. Yeah, that's fair. I think Dr. Bill Evans would be great at it still. Yeah, he's, he's too old now. He's got great looking suits. Seacrest. Uh, you know what? I'm glad you said that. I, he'd be great at it. Yeah. He's a little sarcastic, too, because that's one thing yeah. I like about Pat Sajak is he's a little sarcastic. Yeah. And he makes little remarks. And you've got to have somebody who has a little bit of that edge with the show. Because if not, it, it's kind of boring. You get Alec Baldwin in there. He's available. Well, that's, <laughs> He's that's, already yeah, done match That's game. a little too sharp. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> Pat Zajac out after all these years. Who would you pick to replace him? Be creative with your answer. We'd love him. 732-774-4444. No bimbos, please. Call, text, Facebook. Those are next. Thank you for choosing to wake up with the big show on your radio or your phone. Congrats to uh, Frank in Brigantine. He was a big Boss Radio Buck winner this morning. All presented by our friends at uh, John Guire Supply, by the way. He's qualified for that $1,000 bonus grand prize coming Monday. Uh, you know, we got free money happening all summer long. Some more details on all the cash coming. Nice going, Frank. Two more chances to win today. Next chance comes after 10. Also, a big shout-out to uh, Vicky and Brick, who is the winner of those uh, Boss Listener Appreciation Party passes we had for you this morning. So thank you for playing along. Meanwhile, our He Said, she said. is going. I was going to get the Wheel of Fortune music, but I figured every Goofy Morning Show is doing that today. <laughs> So instead, I went with this music from one of those other game shows. Okay. <laughs> just, to, just to be a contrarian. Why not? Just to be a contrarian. Why not? Jack's retiring, so if you could pick anybody to replace him, whom would it be? Only goofy answers, please. Lots of answers for Samuel L. Jackson. Hmm. Lots. I've had enough. Are you buying a vowel on this show? <laughs> sure, I can Pretty see funny. that. funny. Text from 5152 said, The Rock as the host and Kevin Hart turning the letters. I mean, that That'd would get funny. ratings. Yeah, That'd be I can get some people watching that. I don't know about uh, Kevin Hart in a dress or anything, but oh. it'd be a different show. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin. I don't know that he could reach all the letters either. <laughs> well, you, you, here's the thing. The, I love Vanna. I really do, and sure. I love her job, but they don't. she doesn't turn the letters anymore. Yeah, it's electronic. It's like, so she no. just touches it, but it, it just turns I on. Think I think it's all just for show. Yeah, yeah. So Kevin Hart jumping. Yeah. I get it. I get That'd it. That'd be funny, though. That would be. <laughs> Kevin said I would make a great host. You would make a great host. I don't know that I'd ever want to be the host. I'd do the Vanna job so I could wear a different dress every day. Well, we could do it together. You know, I this is absolutely true. When Bob Barker retired in 2007, mm -hmm. I had a uh, an on-camera agent at that point, and I was skinny and better looking. And so <laughs> I sent in an audition tape to The Price is Right. Oh, really? I got to thank you for submitting, but that was it. But Wow, that's neat. Everybody was like, you were born to be a cheesy 70s yeah, game show host. Yeah, you would love that job. You Come really on down! I wouldn't want to host, but I would like to just wear a dress and... I, I would argue, though, that it's easier to host The Price is Right than it is Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune, you got to be a little faster, whereas yeah. Price is Right's a little more leisurely a right, game. Right, you know? right, right. 
Boy, yeah. would I like to play Plinko. It'd be so much fun. <laughs> Rita, Rita said Joe Pesci. <laughs> I didn't realize, by the way, he's on a new show on uh, the Peacock thing, yes. the NBC thing with uh, Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. I thought Joe Pesci retired a couple of years ago. He sold he his house back. sold his house on the shore and moved to Florida permanently he to play came golf. back. I yeah. He's back. No, no, I'm retiring how? No, 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 no. <laughs> you said that. Why'd you say that? Right, it's boss. Charlie Sheen or Aston Kutcher. Don't you think that'd be a disaster? Or are you just being a wise guy? <laughs> All right, I'll take that as a wise guy. <laughs> Your call. <laughs> See, Ashton replaced Charlie on Two and a Half Men. You know, it would be kind of a brilliant thing if they did like the Bob Newhart mm-hmm. and they had uh, Chuck wake up and go, it was all a dream. Was and he was dream. he was the host all these years. That could be That'd funny. That'd be kind of funny because yeah. Chuck's still out there. Yeah. He was the original host. All right, 732-774-4444. Call us, text us. Creative answers, please. Give us something wild out of left field we didn't think of. You can do it on Facebook. Somebody that could replace Pat Sajak. Who would you pick if it were up to you? It's he said. She said. With Robbie and Rochelle. I'll put the wraps on this conversation. We're talking about Pat Sajak. Big news. Big entertainment news. He's retiring. He's been uh, the host of Wheel of Fortune since 1981. You think about how different the world was in 1981. I mean, that's just eons ago. So if you could pick somebody, and maybe somebody goofy, to replace him, whom would you choose? If you were in charge of the hiring decision, who do you pick? Text from 1221 said, Sugar Ray's Mark McGrath or Steve Carell. (laughs) Mark McGrath? Mark McGrath. Man, there's a guy I never would think of in a million years. What else is he doing? He's like one of those people that comes up (laughs) in Trivial Pursuit, you're like, Mark McGrath? I forgot he was a person. (laughs) But yeah, he's probably available and cheaper. Gwen said Danny DeVito. Yeah. Come to think of it, Mark McGrath is probably available cheaper even for this show. Yeah. So I, <laughs> now I'm a little bit nervous about my gig. Text from 6771 said Weird Al or Gary Busey. <laughs> now, Weird Al would be fun. Weird Al would be fun. Because I think he'd take it seriously. Yeah. He, he might even cut his hair. Mm-hmm, I don't know about that. Scott said Snoop Dogg. Rim a dizzle, my nizzle. You could have Snoop Dogg, and then Martha can go turn the letters. Oh, yeah. She'd That'd do a fun. little swimsuit, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's the new Vanna. Hi, <laughs> right, it's a boss. Good morning. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Did you have an answer for us? Yeah. My boyfriend thinks Kevin James. No, Kevin James is a... Everybody likes Kevin yeah, James. Yeah, He's like, everybody loves Kevin, you know? Sure. That's a great answer. Yeah. Thank I you. love that. Thank you for calling. I appreciate okay. that. Superfan Ray texted in. And he says uh, Morgan Freeman, who is old as dirt, so I'm not sure that solves your problem as, as far as getting a, a younger host that'll be around for a while. Yeah, but, yeah, probably. But it's like having God be the host of the show. <laughs> all right, we'll keep it going on the Facebook all day long. And uh, on the Text Connect, 732-774-4444. We check them even after we're done. Pat Sajak, out! Who should be in on Wheel of Fortune? Thank you for your answers this mm-hmm. morning.